This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. The elections are over, or are they? I know there are still some runoffs, but by all expectations, the elections held in our country a few weeks ago now were marvelously calm, not fraught with danger or difficulties. And that is a good report. The previous months, we have seen much turmoil in our country. Uh, COVID, black rights, Roe versus Wade, Trump's search on his Florida home, and venomous words from potential leaders over our cities, our states, our country, and especially in our capital. And I don't know about you, but I have met a lot of people who are what I call single-cause persons. They're the only interested in one cause. Whatever that one cause is, they're going to lie down and die on the vine over that cause. I don't know where you stand, and I don't know what color you are, or no color at all, red or blue or something in the middle. Purple, I understand, is the new in the middle. Whether you're conservative or progressive or liberal or far right or far left, none of those things really matter to me about who you are. What really matters to me is about something that I have been seeing and feeling, and that is a fear movement. Now, no one ever says there's a fear movement going on, and I'm not willing to say there's a fear movement going on that will not pass away, but I am willing to say that I have seen this fear in sound bites and Instagram and Twitter and channels on the television and on the radio and books that you read and magazines and newspapers. There's an endless list of places. I just listed 10 or 12, and I am confident I could list 10 or 12 more places where this fear material is being pushed. Anti or pro I heard a very conservative person speaking of being an anti-Trump conservative. And I thought, how many more names could you possibly give to define who you are? Winner, loser, victim thinking, fear, or feeling? It's staggering to me um, how many of these ideas, these conversations are running rampant. We don't get the news anymore. We get everyone's opinion. And a lot of these opinions from my seat, from my seat as I sit in front of the Bible, are producing fear. And I've been reading Psalm 46, which has 11 verses. I'm going to read them to you. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, there is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, 
the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease in the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nation. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Be still and know that I am God. I had the great privilege of making a spiritual pilgrimage of sorts this last summer in the Northumbria part of England. And while I was there, I toured sites, buildings, desolate pieces of buildings and structures that were created and lived in and used and occupied during the 4th, 5th, and 6th centuries. I, I stood so many times over those 10 or 11 days in the middle of this centuries ago and thought how young we were. 225 years old. I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds of years ago when on this planet Earth, there were a group of people who were dying in love with Jesus. They were thrilled to be called Trinitarian people. They believed in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the Vikings came in and pretty much wiped out them and their history. But you know, some parts of history cannot be lost because the truth of it rings on and the next generation picks it up and the next generation picks it up. And this pilgrimage, I thought many times about these fear places that I hear in my country, these places that seem to forget that he uttered his voice and the earth melted, that the Lord of hosts is with us. He has called us to be still and know that he is God. I I think in my early life and faith, I heard many people say, be still, be still, be still. I didn't hear many people say, be still and know. And I don't remember when all of a sudden that connected to me. The only way for me to know was to be still. And I'm afraid that includes abandoning some of these myriads of sources that are spewing fear, fear, fear. I don't hear them saying that he is in charge of the nations, that he is the strength and our refuge, that Because of this, we will not fear. We should not fear. The world is not coming to an end. Not yet. The world is not coming to an end. Therefore, we must learn to suffer and learn to cope with the suffering that is a part of the world. I want to recommend a book to you that has a very lovely, unusual play on words title, This Too Shall Last. Not this too shall pass. This too shall last. The author's name is K.J. Ramsey, and she found herself in the middle of physical suffering. 
and discovered that there was not going to be a cure for what she was suffering from. And it came upon her that this too shall last, but in the lasting of this suffering, Jesus was very present, that he was very, her very refuge and strength. I think We've been calling women who've chosen to stay at home full-time and take care of their homes and marriages and their own children full-time, at least until these children are off and out. We've called you counterculture, and I'm asking you to consider being counterculture again in stronger ways. For those of you who have said, my faith is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his faithfulness. And if your faith is built there, then I ask you to consider not being afraid. I ask you to to cut back the voices that cause you to tremble and fear. They're still out there. You're not going to get rid of them. We're not going to have them be stopped. They are going to continue. And in my opinion, I think there are more of them and they are stronger And they continue to tell us that this has to be changed. I was a rather radical Chicagoan as a student in high school. Bible college called me to move far, far from where I was in my radical high school days under Mrs. Schaefer, who was a born-again, born-again activist. And she found in me an activist to be. And she took me from thing to thing and event to event, standing on the runway when John F. Kennedy got off the plane because she wanted me to be associated with everything that was going on in the movement of our government. I loved all of that. I loved learning about my being able to have a voice. I still go to the polls myself. My grandson said, Nana, he's 18, you could just send your ballot in. I said, Samuel, when I was exactly your age, I voted for the first time. And I said, until I can't get to the polls on election day, I'm going to go, even if I have to stand in line. Now, I must confess, my husband stood in line for the first part, and I caught up with him. But I went to the polls to vote. I prize the fact that I have an opportunity to make a choice, even if there aren't too many choices I really love. So I'm asking you to consider, what are you listening to? Who's causing you to be fearful? What do you believe? Is Psalm 46 a part of the warp and woof of your life? Do you stop and be still and know that he is God, that he will be exalted among the nations, that he will be exalted in the earth, and that the earth is not falling off the edge of the cliff? Not la- not yet. And when he comes, it still won't fall off the edge of the cliff because he will come and be in charge and bring a new way. So I'm asking you, to consider where are the sources of fear? What places are you following and listening to that cause you to find fear? Can you release that fear? Can you release those voices? Can you change the pattern to recognize that God has called us to not be afraid and that we are to have faith 
in the future. I'm Donna Otto, and this is Modern Homemakers. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of finding faith in the future of America.